believe I believed all that so much that I just didn't want to date anymore. And so that's when I just had to take. I actually took like a four month break because of that. Yeah, right. You were like time out. Mm. Welcome to Love Online, the podcast that aims to give you a Christian approach to the world of online dating. I'm your host, Mel Wade, and this episode's topic is, is it time to take a break? How do you know when you've been doing too much online dating? Is it the same as giving up or is it something else? And what does a break look like? What do you want to get out of it? And joining me to come to a decision are Ivan and Lulu from Australia. Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? It's our last episode for this season. Can you believe that? Oh, uh, my. Honestly, it it's been so fast. <laughs> I know. And I did kind of promise to try and get Ivan and Sam married off by the end of this uh, I need an update. Has that happened? Listen. I need to know. What, all I can say is thank the Lord there could be a season two and <laughs> we'll, we'll just go, we'll just keep going because, hey, oh. we've still got time. We've still got time. Uh, I feel so like we've sold them really well too. Like I, they have had no flaws. Like <laughs> They're no. perfect people. They are actually, yeah, well, listen, hey, there's still months to come. There's still more episodes, season two, you never know. Okay, let's get into this. Is it time to take a break? Can you just go on, keep going on dating apps or is there a time to take a break? Ivan, I think you've talked to me about this a little bit before. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would like to say I'm not biased, but I'm totally biased because I (laughs) went through a bit of a burnout last year and came to the conclusion that I needed to take a break. So, I personally feel like there's something fundamentally wrong about like jumping from one person to another, like back to back. And unfortunately that is the dating app culture um, right. because the equivalent of that in, in like a real life kind of scenario is it's a rebound or like a fling or something where you're re- replacing uh, someone with like in a, a void in your, in, in your previous kind of like dating experience without really processing emotionally what happened. Mm. But in the, dating app culture we don't think that there's anything wrong with that and so i kind of want to call that out as an issue in the culture and oh, yeah with my experience especially yeah 100%. So what yeah. did the burnout look like like you just got over it or you felt like you went on dates and you weren't concentrating or how did that look yeah no so um basically like i was not giving myself enough time to process each kind of experience and um so like I would go on a few dates a week and then like things didn't work out, but it'd be a revolving door of people. So anytime like I felt insecure or unhappy about something, I don't deal with the situation. I, I resolve it by making myself feel better by seeing someone else and just kind of getting that rush yeah. again. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a vicious yeah, cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Really easy to get into. Really easy to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's again like the swiping, like – Unfortunately, that's how you get into the app. But unfortunately, that can also become really addictive. Mm. Um, more the swiping than getting to know a person as well. Um, like you'll just swipe and you'll just see a picture and be like, ah, I approve, but you're not even reading in the profile. Um, yeah, and all right. That stuff. Like I found that that's actually, I, I've done that so many times, but I've also found that other people have done that to me. Um, I've done a little Easter egg on my profile in, on Salt saying at the bottom of my description that I'm actually married and very heavily pregnant. 
And I've still had over 99 people liking me and saying that they want to be in a relationship <laughs> wow. with me. <laughs> so it almost just becomes lazy, right? You're just yeah. not actually looking properly and just going, oh, they look okay. Exactly. Wow. Especially if you're at a place where you're just looking for a person rather than looking for that whole, um, where you're just looking for a pastime rather than the person to be with for the rest of your life. Yeah, right. Mm. So it, it can become really addictive. It's a dangerous, like, fine line. And I think that's when you really need to think about why you're really on this app or why you're really doing this in the first place. Yeah. So uh, do you think it's a matter of switching apps? Do you think that changes it up for you or not really? Or? I think, um, I think personally in my example, when I went through it, I tried out different apps in the fir- in the beginning. And so I knew which apps worked for me. And so when I went through the burnout and I was just getting too tired of dating apps, I knew it wasn't about the apps. It was just something that I had to sort out internally myself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so with online dating, I mean, how do you look after yourself in this online dating environment? Have you got any things that you do to look after yourself or? Oh, there's plenty of, like, there's plenty of ways to look after yourself in every um, aspect of your life. Like sometimes you might overwork yourself. You always need to put self-care there. Um, but I think self-care is important when you're needing to like how Ivan was talking about how he got into a burnout and he was having a revolving door of dates. Um, I feel like that's when a point where he needed self care because maybe putting yourself in a situation where you're just going on dates repeatedly rather than taking that week to yourself when you finally have one day off, instead of going on a date, you could have had that date to yourself. You know what I mean? Mm. Have a date with yourself. Um, I know binging shows works for me. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me feel better. But um, I really should just go out more often. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think like similar to what Luciana is saying, like just kind of making sure you have enough time for yourself, do things that you enjoy. If it's like eating into Mm -hmm. your time that you spend doing hobbies and like the time you spend with friends and families, then maybe Mm -hmm. like that's a bit too much and it's uh, time to do some self-care and spend time on yourself. But also Mm -hmm. I think just kind of like being mindful of how many people you see at once. Like personally, what helps me is putting a bit of a cap and knowing my limit around like, okay, I can only see like one or two people at a time. And and then at that point, I'm going to stop talking to everyone else. Um, and mm. uh, so that I know in my schedule, I'm not going to be spending all of my time dating people and I have time to myself. Yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, it's, it's uh, even just dating two people at the same time, even though it's kind of not as such a, I mean, for me, I'm probably a bit older than you guys, but it's a foreign concept. Like to have to do that, I feel like my head would explode. Like just I can't do it. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah. So I did that. I did that for a whole year. <laughs> That's why I burnt wow. out. Yeah. I was really you bad. Like I was okay. In in the first year, my cap, my limit, my social limit was three person at a time. Um, wow. And then obviously, at some point in like you know maybe like a fourth or fifth date, a month or two or something like that, like then I would be like, okay, that's where I make a decision about people and then I stick to one kind of thing. Like, so there is some, obviously I'm not like long-term seeing three people kind of thing. No, no, I get it. Even that, like I could handle it so on a social level, but on an emotional level, I actually wasn't managing it well. Mm. And so that crept up on me because I'm a very outgoing person. So I loved the fact that I was just meeting people every week and it was just Mm -hmm. fun. But emotionally, I wasn't processing how serious this, the nature of this like, topic is and so yeah yeah, that's where I kind of like failed to um look after myself I know I feel like that's that's definitely 
like three people, you'd get to know them. And it's like, I'm also an extrovert. So when I go out and I'm like getting to know these people, it's awesome. But then you start to go home and be like, <laughs> there's too many, like this person could be that and all of this and all of the emotions and they could be having all these feelings. And it's just, it would be, it's too much. Yeah. I don't know how you did Ivan. God bless your soul. So Ivan, um, you've been looking at our sponsor, Salt's online dating app. Tell me what you like about it. Yeah, I really like it because I think getting into dating apps, I think it can be really chore to kind of just think about what photos you want to put on your dating profile. But like good dating apps like Salt have this function where you can link it with your uh, Instagram account. So now instead of having to think about what your best photos are and like limited five photos, top photos that you have to put onto your dating profile, all you have to do is link to your Instagram and all your best photos from Instagram will appear on your dating profile. So let's Salt do all the heavy lifting for you and you can have peace of mind setting up your dating profile. That's awesome. I love it. And you can find all the links you need to the Salt app in our show notes. And so, Ivan, previously you just talked about how going on another date, like you would be insecure or whatever, but then you just go on another date. I, I feel mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. like, I mean, I'm just trying to get to the point where I feel like, like the addiction part of mm-hmm. swiping mm-hmm. and you know the online dating like to kind of brush away everything that's really going on you just kind of Mm. get a bit addicted Mm. is that something that that's happened for you is that oh yeah for sure like I think online dating is one of those things where the more you invest into it the more you get in return and there's no limit because it all it takes is a swipe and messaging and no one's telling you hey you're doing it too much because you're doing it in your private time and Mm. So, you could end up with like 10 days if you really wanted to in, in a week yeah. or something. And so, yeah. it's just so, um, it's just the, the it just allow, enables like this kind of the possibility for this. And I think that's where it can be quite dangerous um, to, um, I guess, invest too much into uh, dating. So, on Salt's app, don't they have some kind of limit or something Ivan did you you were telling me about yeah, that yeah absolutely I think um salt they after um I think a few likes I can't remember how many likes but they will tell you this is the the limit for the day I think it's usually a daily thing and that you have to come back tomorrow or something but yeah definitely I think um yeah, just that's like awesome. accountability and limiting is a really important thing I'm like super passionate about this and I think that's one of the main reasons why I'm doing this podcast because I think if people around you, you're not comfortable talking to them about online dating, then you're not going to get accountability. And if we don't mm. change the discourse of online dating as something that's potentially positive, a way to find a lifelong partner in a, in a kind of like Christian context, then um, people, Christians who do try it will go in alone and not be comfortable sharing with people around them and, and mm. then not receive accountability. Mm, 100%. Because I feel like there can be sometimes a bit of embarrassment that you're dating online. Exactly. And oh, yeah. You yeah. become not accountable. It can be taboo. Yeah, and then you don't tell anyone about it. What about you, Lulu? Did you tell your friends when you were dating online and have any kind of accountability? Oh, look, at first I, I at first I, I told my friends because when I first went online dating, um, I was using different applications. Um, I was trying everything kind of thing. Um and my friends, my oh, I really let's be honest. I have like two friends. So my, my best friend—that's <laughs> <laughs> not my husband. My my female best friend. Um, she and I were going on the app pretty much at the same time. But um, I noticed a lot of the time 
the with the apps it gets um if you're in it for the wrong reason which at first i really actually was um you end up having like an ego boost really mm. it's more about oh i just got another match oh i just got another match mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i found that i would be i would be i don't know waking up in the morning having my morning coffee and swiping just to see what could come up and then the worst part about it i reckon i think when i found out how addicted i really was to this was when um I would start talking to people and they didn't reply to me within the hour. So I'd swipe and get another match and start mm, talking to yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, it can get like really, yeah. um, really bad if you're in, in, with the wrong intentions. That's why I was really grateful when my friend pulled me up. It was like, yo, um, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You need to get, you need to get yeah. your like, stuff together and yeah. realize what you're doing. Yeah, um, wow. I mean, social media, all of those kind of things. Oh, they're all you know, super it's, addictive. It's like, yeah. it's like Instagram, really. Like you'll just go on every hashtag, find anything and anything and keep going, keep yeah. going. And then and you're down a rabbit like, hole and you're yeah. like reading about, you know, <laughs> just people you don't even know. Really and you're like, you talk, seeing people you don't even know and you're like, why am I looking at their like dinner they had last night? Yeah. I get it. So what, okay, well, I mean, in saying all of that, what is a healthy mindset? Like what are some of the things that we need to do to keep ourselves healthy, you know, on in online dating? I think kind of to what Luciana said about like um, having the right intentions, I think a really important, there's a couple of things that I find really important for me. Um, the first thing is to be confident with who you are, like in your own identity, mm-hmm. independent of your relationship status. I think going yeah. into dating apps because you're insecure about your dating status, or you know, because you're you don't or you really don't you hate being single, uncomfortable with that. Like certainly, I kind of had a bit of that, and I think the issue with that is it made me internalize a lot of like negative thoughts when things didn't work out and take things personally when Mm. it's just, you know, you're just on a journey of getting to know people and just keeping in mind that um, you are okay with who you are and um, you're just meeting other people to, to see whether you're compatible. Yeah. And I think the second thing is also just trying to be selfless, like not kind of like thinking if you like, if I like someone, they if things don't work out that's personal like they but maybe they they just from their perspective they see something you don't see and yeah it, it won't work out and yeah, it's yeah okay like it's it's um it's you're both in the process of working it out and the selfless ob- objectively looking at the situation if um mm. that's what their perspective is i think it's very respectable to um accept that and so um yeah those are the kind of things that um i think a practical tip is to just take breaks in between seeing people if you are coming out of the experience with a very negative kind of like view on it if you're bitter you're salty about the situation it's probably a sign that you have a, a mindset that might need some tweaking or, or or kind of going back to your own kind of identity and your own confidence yeah um so i would actually advocate for constantly taking breaks in between um dates mm. yeah that's good i had a little giggle because you said salty and we're Talking about the salt app, I don't know. I thought it was a little bit of a good pun. It's an Easter egg. Okay. Oh, Lulu, something. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, a healthy mindset is definitely um, just really, again, like even the salt app puts a cap on how many people you can like a day. It's you should you should yourself put a cap on how many people you like a day and really think about who you're liking and why you're liking them. Yeah. 
And um, reading their profile. And to- reading their profile, okay? <laughs> if they're heavily pregnant. Married. <laughs> <laughs> Some might ask why you would be on there if you're heavily pregnant and married, but it's I for said, the podcast, I said, I'm, guys. I'm it's doing for the research. podcast. I'm doing research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, last question here. How do you manage your expectations and, like, disappointments as a Christian in this online dating world? I think it's a really good question because as a Christian, like you can have some really high expectations. Um, you can like you could just set a bar so high, um, like <laughs> accidentally miscommunicate and think you're going to get married immediately after the first <laughs> day. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, those, like sometimes the standard. There's a lot of pressure sometimes in the Christian community to get married um, and immediately, you know, build a family. And I think that's already a really high expectation as a Christian. So you can put yourself in a situation where you're dating and you're in a rush and you're under pressure to find that partner. And that can also put you in a really bad position where you might not even see red flags. Um, And I think as a Christian, you really need to bring everything to Christ and pray about it. That's really the only secure way to get Mm. through dating. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Ivan? Yeah, so for me, I think um, one thing that's easy for me to kind of do is compare myself with my friends who who are married. Like as a 28-year-old guy, like a lot of my mates are married and it's unhealthy to kind of compare myself with other people's Mm. experience because as a Christian, like we understand that my journey is is uniquely mine and God has like a plan for me that's specific to me. And so it's unhealthy to kind of compare, but also yeah. like kind of understanding that everything's a learning experience. Like yeah. if, um, you know, uh, even a failed kind of like relationship in the sense that like if things don't work out that's not necessarily a negative thing it could be something that Mm. teaches you something and god can use it to refine you and and to teach you a lesson and help you become a better character and so when he thinks you're ready he'll provide you with a suitable partner yeah and i think as christians you know we can be terrible because we can just put so much pressure on you need to get married you need it you know and that's just you shouldn't have to come under any of that pressure mm, as a single mm. person. I mean, I didn't get married till I was 29 and I've got heaps of friends that didn't get married until they're in their 30s, even their 40s. It's okay, you know, as Christians yeah. and we should not mm-hmm. pressure people in this. Honestly, if you can be like Paul, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Stay single. Stay single, people. Listen, hang around. We've got more to come on taking a break. We'll get a chance to hear Lulu and Ivan's best moments and horror stories. Love Online is brought to you by the Eternity Podcast Network, where you can find other cool podcasts like Undeceptions with historian and author John Dixon. Find out why Undeceptions is one of the world's most popular Christian podcasts, a documentary-style episode every week that explores some aspect of life, faith, history, culture, or ethics that's either much misunderstood or mostly forgotten. With the help of people who know what they're talking about, join John Dixon as we try to undeceive ourselves. Undeceptions on the Eternity Podcast Network. Okay, Lulu and Ivan, um, any stories about when did you know it was time to take a break? Yeah, so for me, when... Last year, I was on it for like constantly and basically I was, as I said earlier in the episode, I was seeing like a few people at a time, back to back and a revolving door and at that point, like, you know, socially, I was really 
able to kind of cope with that and I was really enjoying it. But then, as I said, emotionally, I wasn't because I think halfway through the year, what I found was that I started to kind of internalize a lot of the negative thoughts. Like if things don't work out, like if like I end things with someone, I might think, oh, I'm never going to find someone ever in my life. Mm. Or if someone ends things with me, I might think, oh, I'm, I'm, am I undateable? Is there something wrong with me? Like these negative kind of thoughts that aren't true start to internalize and I start to relate to these feelings. And that's when, and that kind of like snowballed, like every time things ended from the half year mark to the end of the year, it just, that feeling kind of grew and that those messages just kind of stuck. Yeah. And so by the end of the year, I was just so like, believe I believed all that so much that I just didn't want to date anymore and so that's when I just had to take I actually took like a four-month break because of that yeah right you were like time mm. out what about mm. you Lulu oh when I realized I had to take a break um honestly I think as soon as I started to notice how it how addicted I was to just swiping um how to the point I'd be like I actually would because other applications also have a little bit of a limit not as much as salt which is great salt limits it like limits it to a really good amount of people um but I found that if you if I had a limit on people and I was going to go out that day I would only swipe a little bit at home and then go somewhere and be like okay I'm going to get more options I'm going to swipe here and then I'd be going here and there and my my whole thing was just to try and get as many people as possible yeah, it was wow. like collect your pokemon you know I should just play pokemon go, pokemon go. <laughs> I think that's when I found out I needed to take a break and yeah. it was also starting to affect my mental health if I didn't get a match on somebody that I really liked or I also had situations where I did get matches. I did end up talking to them outside of the application. Um, and then I'd get completely stood up. I got stood mm. up three times by three different people. And that really affected my mental health because I was yeah. at a very low point. Yeah. Um, and I took a break and I was like, you know what? <laughs> this is not good for my relationship with Christ. Yeah. This is not good for my myself. So I took yeah. a break then. That's awesome. Thanks for joining us for Love Online. We hope it's been a very helpful way of connecting your faith with your search for the person who will point you to the greatest person of all. This is the end of the season one, but there's plenty more questions we can delve into from a Christian point of view. So we're going to be working on season two, but in the meantime, keep building your relationship with God first, then see who he has in store for you. See you later. Bye guys. See you guys in season two. See you soon. Bye. Brought to you by the Eternity Podcast Network.